Hello, hello. Welcome to the Divine Gossip Podcast. Wow. I'm coming from to you from bed because of a lot of reasons. I was taking a break from work and I was like, I want to record a podcast episode, so we're doing it. And then also, I didn't want to be at my desk anymore because my computer charger is, like, being really annoying and not working, so. Anywho, I, we're, we're talking about something, like, so freaking special to me. For those of you who don't know, well, just some, just some background info. I am a Cancer. I'm a moon child. My ruling planet of my zodiac sign is the moon. Um, I feel very at home when I talk about the moon and when I talk about my emotions. My, um, my moon placement is in Aries, but in astrology, it's also in my birth chart. It's also in the fourth house, meaning I feel very safe at home. I feel emotionally safe at home. But I also feel emotionally safe with the moon. Um, It's very much all connected in my personality. So we're going to be talking about the moon today, if you didn't know. (laughs) I didn't even freaking say it. Um, But we're going to be talking about the moon because the moon was one of the first things that I started to really, really learn about and really put my energy into following is the moon as a spiritual practice. So today I really want to pass that knowledge on to you and talk about the moon. I have no idea how long this episode's going to be. Probably not super long because I talk really fast and also I just want to get the information out there. I don't want to like ramble too much. Um, but yeah. Yeah. How's your day been? I don't want to start just yet. I want to chat. Um, <clears throat> how's your day been? Check in with your body. How are you feeling? Maybe take a deep breath. I just had some ice cream. Maybe eat some ice cream. Um, drink your water today. Oh, that's my email. Um, I just turned off my phone so that we're not going to be disturbed. Um, but... It's kind of it. The also a reason I wanted to talk about. Oh, did you guys hear that? That was my thumb. I've been cracking my thumb a lot lately, you guys. Sorry if you just heard that person honking. Um, I've been cracking my thumb a lot lately, and it's like injured now because I've been cracking it so much. So don't crack your knuckles. Um, it's fucked up. My tendons are like so fucked up in my thumb because I always crack it. I have the worst cracking knuckles habit known to man. So, anywho, um, I also wanted to talk about the moon today because I know you guys have heard me talk about it in my other episodes, I think, Um, but I made an eight-module course called The Guide Within, and it's... I, I got three ladies into that space, and they're watching the modules now because they got access to it February 1st, and The second module is all about self-mastery, understanding how your energy works, and so much more. But just to get to the point, long story short, in that module, I mentioned how the moon is so important if you're wanting to follow kind of... Okay, you know, 
is it called cyclical? Is that how you pronounce it? I'm gonna make Siri pronounce cyclical. Is that how you fucking say that? Cyclical. <clears throat> Hopefully this isn't too loud. Cyclical. Cyclical. Okay, cute. Love that. Do y'all ever do that? I do that all the time. Anywho, I talked about how we are cyclical humans. We run on cycles. We are habitual humans. We like routine. We like that masculine energy of having that structure in our lives. So does the moon. But it's also really interesting because as much as the moon runs on cycles, it's also very emotional. It's also very energetic, made of a ton of powerful energy. Um, The moon can also like there's one reason why you should work with it. And I talked about that in the course is why I'm saying that. But um, it's also interesting because the moon with all of its phases, with its moon cycle, it teaches us a lot of lessons as well. There's a point in every moon cycle every month where the moon, from our perspective, goes dark and then it shines bright again. And I think that's very symbolic and reflective of the human life. We are constantly going through transformation and phases and, gosh, light times, dark times. And I think that's what's so beautiful about the moon is it's so relatable. And as much as it's like a spiritual thing to follow the moon, it's also just science. Like that is a fact. Like we go through cycles and so does the moon. So why not relate to it in a very fun, magical way? So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, I also wanted to talk about the moon because it's very very useful tool to work with when you're manifesting and setting intentions. Um, And we'll get to this a little later, but I use the moon every single month for manifesting and for setting intentions. And why do I do that? For me, and maybe this is a good way for you to look at it, look at the moon as well. But for me, it's a very good like checkpoint in the middle of my spiritual journey. When I see the full moon is coming up, I'm like, okay, let's look at this energy. Um, in my membership, I always do like a tarot reading for that collective and my membership, the people in my membership and myself too, of like, what is the energy of this full moon? What do we need to look out for? What do we need to kind of start reflecting on? Um, what what energy is speaking to us? What what messages does the universe have regarding this energetic checkpoint in our lives? And it's the same thing for the new moon too. Um, And it's the same thing for all the phases, but you know, those are just like the energetic high points of the moon phase, the moon cycle every month. So that's also why I like, that's why I like manifesting and intention setting with the moon is because it's easy, is because it already has an outline for you of when you should do that. When is the best time? When are, when are things aligned to set an intention or to release something or to manifest? Um, so I just, I like that structure of it. Um, also, let's just talk about the science real quick. Hello. We are made as humans, we are made up of 60% water. It affects, the moon affects the oceans. It affects water with gravitational pull, with energy. So why wouldn't it affect us too? Water is energy. Gravitational pull is energy. The moon speaks to the earth through energetic frequencies, vibrations, pulls, pushes, all of that. 
of course it would it would speak to us as beings as well and it speaks through water it's spe- and, and water symbolizes emotion so it also speaks through our emotions um so just like scientifically i feel like it affects us a lot um so this episode is to deepen your understanding of your true connection to the moon to really get deep into it so let's get started So I'm going to talk about the moon phases first and kind of like what they represent and all of that. Um, Hopefully you guys don't hear me moving the mic too much. If it, if you hear like background noise, I'm sorry. This is my first time recording in my bed. So, okay. Anyway, so we have the new moon and then it's the waxing crescent, the first quarter, waxing gibbous, full moon, waning gibbous, last quarter, waning crescent, waning crescent, and then back to the new moon so we kind of all learned that in like what elementary school but what is the spiritual significance of each phase so the new moon represents it always 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 is going to represent new beginnings setting intentions and planting seeds for manifestation this is a very good time to introspect to really envision your future and to plan and then the waxing crescent after the new moon so when the new when the moon starts shedding some light giving us some light in that waxing crescent my mom always said to me um the waxing and waning crescents look like fingernails and toenails you know what i mean if you don't get what i'm saying just ignore me but they look like fingernails in the sky so just that's that's the phase I'm talking about, the fingernail phase. Okay. The waxing crescent is like energy building. It symbolizes growth, progress, and expansion. It's the phase for taking action towards our goals, building momentum, and nurturing new opportunities. So like I said, this is building energy. And then we get to the first quarter. The first quarter can signify challenges decision making overcoming obstacles so it's a it's a checkpoint in time on your journey to the full moon where you assess your progress you make adjustments as needed but you still stay focused on your manifestation on your objective and then we have the waxing gibbous which is almost the full moon but not quite yet this again reflects refinement fine-tuning and preparation for what you're about to receive so it's the phase for honing skills gathering resources and gaining clarity on your path forward oh my god please tell me you guys did not hear me burp i'm so sorry if you heard me burp jesus christ i'm tell. i've been saying this for like three days for three times a day with all my clients i'm making like the module oh I just touched the mic, sorry. Um, I was making the modules like a while ago. And even in those videos, I was like, um, I was like, I was like, sorry, I'm, I'm going to burp a lot. Sorry if that's weird. But every time I, and I did, and every time I talk about something spiritual, I burp so much. It's throat chakra energy. If you're, okay, I'm getting off track, but I just want to say one more thing. It's so random. If you're a fellow podcaster and you have like a nice mic that you like invested in and you love using it, it makes you feel so professional because you are queen, but I'm just saying, it makes you feel very professional. Do you ever just want to like, like 
<laughs> Do you ever just want to like sing into it and see if you're good and like <laughs> and like see if you um are like good at singing and pretend you're like a singer? No, just me. Okay. Anywho, so the waxing gibbous is almost to the full moon. When we get to the full moon, this is it. This is like this represents culmination, illumination, and manifestation. So this is a potent time for celebration, gratitude for the manifestation you just received. And it's also about releasing what no longer serves you. So like this is the high point. You you can manifest at any freaking phase of the moon. Um however the full moon is like let's really bask in what we've built since the new moon this is gratitude for the intentions that you set at the new moon but like i said again it's also about releasing what no longer serves you at the same time so that when you go into the releasing phase of this um the rest of the cycle you're not carrying what no longer serves you on this new level that you're at i hope that makes sense so The full moons, I want to also point out, are a heightened time of intuition and spiritual, energetic insight. Um, Yeah, just very potent energy. And, you know, my sister is a teacher and and she teaches like, I'm pretty sure she teaches like, like first, second, third, fourth grade, like elementary school, like little kids. And she fucking hates full moons because she'll text me every full moon and be like, my kids are acting fucking crazy. Is it a full moon? And I'm like, and I always am like, yeah, it is. Because it's very interesting how the full moon affects humans. Um, It's a time of high emotional energy. It's actually, you know what? I'm going to look this up. Uh, I I was going to say there's a lot of, I, I keep hearing in the spiritual community, either on social media or, like, just people in my life that the full moons have, like, the highest car crash rate. Full moons and car crash rates. Okay. Higher. Oh. Okay, just give me a yes or no. Oh. Okay, so I am seeing some reports. Okay, yeah. I am seeing some reports, like actual like studies done about the significance between like car crashes and full moons. And it's interesting because the most car crashes or the most fatal car crashes happen on full moons. That's why I never go out on a full moon. I'm like, people are wild. I'm going to like bask in this energy and the safety of my home. I'm not trying to deal with everyone else's full moon activities. You know what I mean? So anyway, just a little insight there. Um, But then we move into the waning gibbous. So this is when the light kind of starts to go away. Um, The waning gibbous phase symbolizes gratitude, surrender, and letting go. So this is a f- this is the phase for releasing attachments, shedding old patterns, and clearing space for new growth. Uh, I love that sentence that I wrote because 
clearing space for new growth is exactly what the time between the full moon and the new moon is for. You are clearing space in order to set new intentions and to keep growing. Ah, Love that. Okay, so the last quarter, this signifies reflection, integration, and closure. It's a time to review your progress, learn from experiences, and make peace with the past before moving forward once again. And I love that I said, I wrote these, wrote these notes like a few days ago, um, but I love that I said integration because you are truly, this is like the ending of the phase, right? Of the cycle, right? So you're integrating everything you've learned and everything you've built, created, released, like you were integrating the entire process you just went through throughout the month. Um, And then the last one, waning crescent. This one represents rest, renewal, and spiritual rejuvenation. So we are recharging. So if you are like, you've been, if, if you really follow the phases of the moon and you find your, like, and you follow that cycle, and you find yourself really tired at the end of this like manifestation healing journey. Waning crescent times, this this is the phase they um, I just I was gonna say they give you this phase so that you can rest, but for lack of a better word to say it, this phase is given to you so that you have time to rest. Um, it's for self-care, introspection, and connecting with your inner guide as you prepare for the next cycle. So each phase really offers unique energies and opportunities for spiritual growth and transformation and alignment with the natural rhythms of the universe and of our planets and the moons and all of that. So you can really deepen your connection with yourself through working with these phases and the divine and you can create cycles of renewal, which I think is so beautiful. So how can we observe and track lunar phases? I'm going to pull up my phone because I'm addicted to it and I need to chill. I don't know why I even just said that. Because I keep checking my phone throughout recording this, like, because I'm a multitasking freak sometimes. And I'm like, damn, like, stop checking your phone. Jeez, I'm so addicted to it. I kind of want to see how I would do if I... um like just did like a week like cold turkey no phone and just like went into a cabin in the woods wonder if i die or not i'm not sure so i want to give you guys anyway jesus i want to give you guys my favorite moon tracking apps so the first one i would say is this is this correct Does this say the moon or what? No, this is not the right app. Okay, here. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I have it as a widget on my phone. So I didn't um, see it as an app. I was like, where is it? So this app is called... Is it literally just called Tarot and Numerology? I think it's literally just called Tarot and Numerology. Um... I'm trying to look at it in the app store so that you guys, I'm telling you the right thing. Yes, it's called Tarot and Numerology. 
it's got um it's like a blue cover and it's got like an outline of this a side profile of a face and it's white the outline is um you'll see it it's pretty good it's the first one that pops up when i type in tarot and numerology in my thing and i know that doesn't say anything about the moon but it uses um so when you open the app it's got like forecasting numerology tarot when you look at forecasting it tells you what zodiac sign the sun is in what phase day what phase the moon is in and what um zodiac sign the moon is in as well so it gives you and you can put it on a widget as your phone what you can put it as a widget in your phone there we go um and you have just like a reminder of what's going on with the moon right now so right now we're in the waning crescent as i'm recording this which represents rest renewal and spiritual rejuvenation oh my fucking god which makes so much sense so like the phases of the moon are reflecting how fucking lazy i'm feeling like i just told you i'm literally in bed so the new moon i'm pretty sure the new moon in aquarius is coming up at the time i'm recording this but anyway so and i also want to reflect this to you guys too in my um course the ladies in there were just talking to me about how oh i i'm feeling so productive today i'm like so in my masculine energy today and ever i was like and they were all like, oh, it's because the moon's in Capricorn, because the Capricorn is like the workaholic zodiac sign. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So if you want to incorporate astrology into the moon, that's pretty helpful as well. Okay, moving on. So that's the app I would recommend you download. But I mean, there's so many freaking ways to track the moon. I mean, astrology or cafeastrology.com is always with the moon stuff um if you want to look at well this is kind of going into astrology but i've just really been loving this app because it's really helpful and very accurate it's called astro future it's a blue cover again with like saturn on the front um that is really really nice i'm looking at how your birth chart is overlaying and affecting the planetary aspects right now so it's like how are the planetary positions and aspects affecting your birth chart right now and therefore affecting you just just download it i'm not very good at explaining astrology but just just download it it's really cool anyway back to the moon okay so i want to i I, I wrote this in my notes. I was like, let's talk about some practices you can do with the moon as well. Um, and I love that because like I said in the beginning, I really use the moon to manifest, to release, and to set intentions. Um, and I'm also a witch. So I really use witchcraft. I, I use the moon and working with the moon in my witchcraft, in my spells. Um so if you're into it <laughs> if if you're into it you can you you can do certain spells like candle magic you can light a candle with intention on a specific phase of the moon um i definitely like to do like cleansing candles on the new moon or i'm sorry on the full moons to release um in like the last half of the cycle um but i also just want to like i'm not going to get into witchcraft 
in this one, but maybe I should do, I should bring on a witch and talk about witchcraft on here. Anyway, um, I also want to just point out that looking at the moon is a fucking beautiful practice. I, like I said at the very, very start of this podcast episode, I am such a freaking homebody and I have to literally like schedule time to go outside because I just don't think about it like that. I love being inside. I love being in my cozies. I love being in shelter. I just love it. However, nature is very healing and I hate bugs and shit like that but if you just go outside and connect with the moon and like breathe with the moon and ask her to like really hold you it is so magical I actually used to do this a lot when I was little I would go outside look at the moon and like go outside barefoot plant my feet in the grass and just sit in the yard and look up at the moon and the stars and just be like you are so cool and just really um, like fucking admire the beauty like this giant fucking rock is affecting our planet in such a huge way like we are on a giant floating rock and i'm looking at another giant glowing floating rock and i get to study you and work with you in like such a spiritual way like that is so goddamn cool like not even just like the the astronomy facts of it like the fact that the moon is just like floating with the with the earth like what the fuck even is that but also just the fact that you can work with its cycles you can understand how it works you can understand how it affects our planet you can look at it admire it you can see it like what a gift that is is to see this connection with our from what am i trying to say this connection between our earth our planet and this its moon seeing that happen in front of our eyes is the coolest ordeal i've ever seen i've ever experienced so go outside look at the moon there's that so two things you can use it in witchcraft you can um kind of coordinate your spells um to the moon's phase i would also recommend moon observation looking at it connecting to it um you can also the ways you can work with the moon are kind of just like pairing it with other spiritual practices so like meditation you can do moon meditations so by sitting quietly either literally outside under the moon or just visualizing the moon in your safe space in your home and just visualizing absorbing its healing energy and visualizing yourself connecting with its cycles and just pairing up with it as your friend i think is so cool or as a guide really um i think is the best feeling in the world so you can actually incorporate the moon into your meditations invite the moon's energy in and use it from there Um, but you can also like coordinate your journaling prompts and journaling schedule to the moon phases very very good way to work with the moon phases and its cycles because the full moon comes around you need to be able to like write down um, what you're releasing what you're grateful for what you're reflecting on and then the new moon comes you're like okay what are my intentions what seeds am i planting etc. Like journaling with the moon is incredible. Okay. 
I would also suggest this is kind of um, witchcraft as well, but I did. I, what I I think in my book it is witchcraft, but it, you don't have to call it that or even associate witchcraft with that if the word witchcraft freaks you out. Um, and you don't have to be a witch to practice witchcraft. Like you don't have to call yourself that. I just want to point that out. Um, but you can also make moon water. So moon water is energetic water that is affected by the moon. Like I said in the beginning, water is energy. Moon, uh, moon affect water. No, the moon affects water. So it affects the water you drink as well. So if you intentionally like fill up your water bottle, um, put the bottle under the moonlight, like while the moon is out, obviously, duh, um, you can use it in your witchcraft practice. You can also use it for cleansing. So kind of like think of like holy water when you're like p- dipping your fingers in the water and then like sprinkling it around. Um, that That's a way of cleansing, but you can also drink it. And I'm going to share with you. I just, I just remembered I used to do this and I'm going to do it soon. Um, I, so I, what, what should I start with? So I used to do this manifestation ritual on full moons. So I would put a water, like a, like a plastic, like deer park water outside so that I could chug it very easily. Okay. I mean, not chug it, but drink it. And you can do any, um, water bottle, but I put a water bottle outside under the full moon and before I did that I wrote down on a piece of paper what I wanted to manifest and I used the high energetic point checkpoint of the moon put the water put put the bottle outside but put the piece of paper folded underneath the water bottle so that when the moonlight hit the water it also hit that piece of paper and everything combined together so that my moon water was charged with was charged with that intention with that manifestation that I wanted to call in at that high energetic point that the moon was offering and I've manifested some really cool shit. The first time I did that, and I, ch- and by the way, sorry, I forgot to mention, wake up in the morning, grab the water and drink the water. Okay. So that's a little, it's a little spell action. It's a little ritual action. Um, but I did that. I manifested, I, I did it once and I manifested a hundred dollars. I was like, I'm going to get a hundred dollars in the next week. Once I drink this water drank it, got $100 in like babysitting or something. So very fucking cool. I'm going to do that. I don't know why I haven't done that in a long time. Um, but yeah, so those are some practices you can do with the moon. Um, love that. Love that. But I really encourage you to reflect on your own experiences with the moon and really reflect on your feelings towards the moon. Um, I really recommend looking up like moon meditations and in establishing that connection with the moon because it's so freaking powerful. Um, but yeah, so listen to this episode anytime you need a little reminder about how fucking cool and inspiring and magical and useful the moon is. I invite your questions your feedback or suggestions for future episodes come into my dms 
at the McKenzie Collective on TikTok and Instagram. I thank you so much for listening. Let's all thank the moon together for being an anchor for our planet and for our souls and for our spiritual journeys. I mean, wow. Um, But yes, thank you for tuning in. If you are wanting to get access to my eight module spiritual teachings, The Guide Within, this teaches you how to be your own spiritual mentor, please DM me on Instagram and be like, hey, Mackenzie, I really want to get access to this course. I really want to work with you deeper. Um, Shoot me a message. I don't bite and we can find the perfect space for you, whether that's my membership, my one-on-one mentorship, or um like a tarot coaching session or any readings like we will find the space for you that works for your budget and your spiritual goals um so I also would really love if you added this podcast to your Spotify or Apple podcast library and left me a five-star rating and review I would really love that it gets my shit out there it teaches it gets my teachings out there to mentor guide and share more experiences with people like you I've always been a night owl I've always found comfort in the darkness when everyone's asleep and you're the only one up and my friend throughout those times was always the moon so I really encourage you to let the moon be your guiding supportive nurturing light on your journey I love you so much and I'll catch you in the next episode of Divine Gossip.